2: Julie
0: Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort people all over the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We got a whole bunch of callers on hold, and it'll be fun to get to them to see what their questions are and see what Spirit has to say about it. But first, I want to introduce you to Jason Zook. Hi, Jason.
3: Hi, Julie. How are you?
0: I'm well. How are you, sir?
3: Great. Thank you so much for having me on the show today. Such a pleasure. Oh, you,
0: you are most welcome. Everybody, I got to be on Jason's show last week. We talked on Labor Day. We, I, we were texting back. Well, I guess we were emailing back and forth, Jason. I said, you do know it's a holiday, right? And he said, yeah, I do. (laughs) And so it worked out well. And Jason is a lawyer, everybody, who's a psychic. And so he is fascinating. Before we went on air with his show, he started telling me all this stuff about things in my future. It was really fun, Jason, when you were doing that.
3: I love reading, I love doing that. I, I love having the opportunity of doing that during an interview or just talking to somebody if someone's open to it. I knew you were open to it, so yeah. Yeah. ahead and do that. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Well, how did you learn how to do this, or did you just you know wake up one day and you had dead people chasing you and talking to you?
3: Interestingly, my, my grandfather passed away in 2004 on August 12th, and when he died that night, I had three orbs of light appear in my hotel room, and. Oh traditional love, a wave of it washed over me and I became intuitive as a result of that experience. So I've had that experience for since 2004 on that night.
0: Wonderful. And how does information come in for you? Do you just get divine downloads into your head and you just know stuff or do you hear it in your ears or, or how does that work?
3: Great point. I know when we were talking about that stuff on my show and you said you had a different bunch of different abilities, I'm the same way. I get downloads. I I tell people I read energy, but what I basically do is I'll tune in and I'll either get some type of precognition or um, I'll hear something or I'll, I, it's just all different types of signals and messages the way I get. What's
0: precognition also, mean?
3: Like premonition ahead of time, know something before it happens. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, awareness to be able to relate to somebody that this is what's going to come in their future when it comes through like that That was
0: a, that was a big vocabulary word so I just thought I would better find out what the meaning was for precognition because I'm thinking oh my god that sounds like a neuroscientist term or something so <laughs> thank you for uh, thank you for doing that so what do you do most of? Do you tell people about their futures? Do you get information uh, about what's going on in their current life with guidance to help them? What What exactly is it that you do for people on your psychic side of the equation?
3: Uh, I'm a jack of all trades. I do everything you just described and more. I also do animal uh, stuff. Um, I, I just, from whatever way I pick it up, I pick up all different routes. As you described, that I can do for people: read their present, pick up on their future, pick up on past deceased lives, uh, you know, past lives, and also loved ones that are crossed over. Of those type of topics.
0: Yeah. So you're a buffet of psychicness, like I am.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you were saying that on my show, I was like, I thought about afterwards. I'm like, yeah, I am doing the same thing you're describing. Like the way you describe. Yeah. I don't do medical intuitive as much, but I do the other stuff.
0: Right. Right. Well, and I think it's interesting because since the beginning of time, well, beginning of time, beginning of civilization where people could read and write and that kind of thing, certainly there were kings and queens and popes and rulers that all had psychics. I think of Merlin the Magician to King Arthur. And they advised, right?
3: Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. It used to be accepted a lot more widely than it is. You know, we're coming into our renaissance right now, I believe. So (laughs) I think there's a spiritual renaissance going on. So I think there's greater acceptance that's coming our way
4: on this stuff.
0: Yeah. Oh, I find that a lot of people, uh, they know it's true, even if they, you know, it kind of wigs them out a little bit because most of the time they're afraid of it. If they're saying, ah, "Yeah, I don't believe that," or "That's evil," or whatever, there's nothing evil about it. Spirit's not going to communicate with you. Spirit's just pure love. You know, if you're if you're an evil person, you're not going to get spirit communicating with you. So that's all human on the human side of the equation. But I know throughout history, and that fascinates me as far as the astrologers and the the people who've advised the rulers and the even the popes, the popes all had astrologers and and psychics that advised them and and people that advised them on medical stuff. It's It's been way more the norm than not since the beginning of humanity, in my opinion. Would you agree with that?
3: I do agree with that. And I think that they, there needs to be recognition of that by our society, that this isn't something that's just happened in the last hundred years or so, that this is something that's existed as long as society's existed. You've always had intuitive Mm -hmm. people serve in roles like that, I'm sure.
0: Right. Well, and we all have the ability. I mean, I teach people around the world how to do this woo-woo stuff, all the stuff that I can do, and I I tell them, we all come in with it, and then we start to shut it down when we're about six, seven, eight, something like that, usually because somebody has told us, oh, honey, that's just your imagination. That's, that's not real. Your little friend is not real. And when the friend is real, it's just that the grownups can't see it. See the, per- see the friend, the spirit friend. And, and then it's just a matter of developing and enhancing it. And it's very easy to do, which is why I have people taking my class. And it's amazing how they do it first session right out of the shoot. So tell us a little bit about your show.
3: Sure, it's called the Social Psychic Radio Show. I've been doing it since March of 2018. I have over 161,000 listens as of recent, and I've been working on doing different topics. I've expanded to social justice issues, but I also do the um, I'll do some psychic readings on an episode. I just had one recently. I do want to call in episodes myself once a month. I also have a lot of authors, I have uh, guests like yourself, a fellow intuitive and, and radio show and author, to come on. And uh, so it's a, it's, a, it's a
4: pretty broad
3: mix of scope, uh, with you know basically mind mind body spirit mixed with missing people, with UFO, with spirituality. It's a, it's a full plethora of different types of topics. But usually, yeah, it just explains my personality, the things I have an interest. In my audience.
0: right, right. And you're a practicing attorney too, right? You're doing all this stuff on the side.
3: Yeah, these are deep, this is my side thing that I do after hours, being a, being a yeah. uh, podcaster and also having uh, my psychic stuff that I do, and I, I practice the hurricane stuff, usually uh, property damage insurance. during business
0: hours. So you're really busy right now.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I'm, I'm yeah. say prayers impacted by Ida, but there's a lot going right. on. Right. now.
0: Well, I know you, and you practice in several states too. So and the states that has impacted or Ida has impacted, I know. So you're my husband would say you're busier than a one armed paper paper hanger. <laughs> That's one of those southern things <laughs> he likes to say. Yeah. He has southern southern things, you know, that are like, What? What does that mean? So tell everybody how they can get in touch with you.
3: Sure. The best way to reach me would probably be my website, dot so www.thesocialpsychic.com, and then my show is called The Social Psychic Radio Show, and that's available on both platforms.
0: Okay. And if somebody wanted to schedule a private session with you, they would be able to do that, and they would be able to do that on your website?
3: Through my website, you can go book a reading with me, and it has an automatic calendar link, and you can book with me, and then you can pay me at the time of the reading or thereafter. Okay.
0: okay. Terrific. All right. Well, what else do you want our, our listeners to know about you and the work you do? we got a couple minutes left. Anything quickly that you want people to know about you and the work that you do?
3: I love what I do, but I want to let them know that they're in good hands with you. <laughs> <laughs> you really have an amazing show here, and I appreciate it. And um, I want your audience to know how grateful I am to be able to be introduced to
0: Oh, you bet. Everybody, it was really fun. As I was mentioning before, we went on the air for Jason's show and he starts like reeling off all this stuff. Okay, this is this is in your future. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. And he had no idea of knowing that I was working on all of that stuff right now. So (laughs) it was it was really fun. And I was giving you a lot of validation about all the stuff that you were getting because it's all Projects that are currently going on and and that was just so fun. And and it was really as the conversation started, I mean, it was just like boom, 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 boom boom boom, 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 as you were getting you were getting information. and that's the same way it works for me too. I call those divine downloads. You know, I mean, I see stuff in my mind's eye if I'm scanning somebody or doing something like that. but or scanning a pad or a house or, or something along those lines or doing a past life, I'll see the visual. But then at the same time, I'm getting the the auditory and I'm getting the, I call them divine downloads. So, you know, I, I have, my hat's off to you because I always say that that's a female superpower to be able to uh, multitask. And you're a guy. So congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Your feminine side on the, on the multitasking <laughs> is developed. Yeah. All right, everybody, check check (laughs) Jason out. Jason, thanks for joining us. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get some callers on. So stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. everybody let's go right to the phones and our first caller is miss wendy hi wendy
5: hi Hi, wendy how are you hello hello i'm happy to hear your voice
0: thank you you too where are you located
5: thank you i'm in monterey california
0: okay terrific can you get me off speaker, please? We've got some feedback going on. And just hold the phone up to your mouth.
5: Yes, it is off.
0: Okay. I was getting feedback. I still am.
5: Hmm. Okay. Let me move my body and my phone around. Okay. i my body around. How's this? Better?
0: We'll see. I was hearing myself, but... Well, you got a question for me? We'll just go from there. Yes,
5: thank you. It may be hard to edit. I will. (laughs) Um, Chronic illness for about 23 years. So I'm getting a bit tired of it. Oh, no. Um, Maybe, yeah, thank you for your compassion. What in particular
0: Uh, do you want me to check?
5: Correct. What if I'm fixable? Would be good to know if I'm fixable. So I want a little sense of hope. I okay. did hear about your DNA technique and the cell regeneration technique. So I thought that was felt real positive to me. I wonder if I could benefit. from...
0: Well, Wendy, what's going on with you? What what's what's the problem for twenty years?
5: Let me sum it up. So probably the three big things is the chronic fatigue,
6: mm-hmm.
5: the fatigue, and with that comes depression, anxiety, and then the other physical. I mean, I don't know how to edit. Um, basically, did a let's say a vi- two a virus and another pathogen basically attack my body. Let's say that mm. and okay. This- did damage to my central
0: nervous system and or brain. Oh, my. All right.
5: Just confirmation on that. I'm I'm going to get you on my
0: radar, and we'll see what's going on. And I think it would make sense for us to have a whole hour to talk, just from you telling me what's going on with you. So I highly encourage you to schedule an appointment with me, and then we'll have a whole hour for me to do a quick overview.
5: But here we go. Yes, I... I
0: have. You have one? Great. And you know the trick about yes. checking the reschedule button on your confirmation email? Do you know about that, Wendy? Yes, I've been trying. Yes. Okay, great. I'll People try. reschedule all the time. Okay, so here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading out to you in Monterey. And then I have a hologram of you in my mind's eye. It's as if I'm looking at an X-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. um uh, all right, you look like you're operating on about a 20 watt light bulb instead of a 200 watt light bulb, which is what I like to see normally. So I'm shooting some energy into you to give you a little bit of energy. When you said you had a virus, what kind of virus did you get? Did they did did anybody was anybody able to diagnose it?
5: I'd either Epstein Barr or the net, the other one, nit- low something, one of those okay. two,
7: or, poss- yeah. or
5: possibly, yeah. What?
0: Or possibly what?
7: There's
5: another one in Hawaii when I lived in Hawaii. Um, it's the rat lung something something. So is that considered a parasite? Um, I, it's, the it's a longer name. The technical name is A-S-T-R-O-N.
0: Okay. All right. I'm seeing lime. I'm seeing lime. So, what really? I'm doing, it, yeah, what I'm doing is I'm clearing it out of your system, and then I'm gonna uh, do a couple of other things to help with that. You mentioned the DNA healing, there are seven strands of DNA that have come out of an X chromosome. The DNA is the recipe that tells the cells how to behave, Wendy. And I'm watching the nucleic acids that are represented with the four letters, A, T, C, and G. I'm watching them get resequenced in your DNA. When the strand is is resequenced, it snaps back into the X chromosome. The strands look like a piece of paper that you'd find inside a fortune cookie. So I'm watching that. It looks to me like you've got Lyme. Uh, and Lyme sometimes can be mistaken for mold exposure But it looks to looks like Lyme to me So I look forward to talking to you for an hour And we'll see what's going on But in the short run, we've got this started anyway So thanks for calling I hope you feel better
5: Oh, I'm going to cry out of relief I mean, okay. you know a long
0: time coming to get a proper diagnosis I think it's Lyme I really do that help? No, we'll talk about it on your. Uh, we'll talk about it on your um, appointment. And uh, no, Lyme is is a viral thing. My statins for fungal infections. So that's what's going on there. righty let's go to our next caller. Our next caller is Joe.
5: Hi, Joe. Hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank terrific, you. please, please I tell everybody possible. where
0: you're located.
5: I'm located in Sweet Home, Alabama, in Birmingham. S-
0: Sweet Home, baby. Well, terrific. You got a question for me? Yeah.
5: Um, I do. Um I have a cousin who has been struggling for uh, about five years now with uh, a brain tumor.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: And I was kind of wondering if you could scan him and Mm -hmm. tell me at what stage um, in the dying process he might be.
0: Sure. Sure. Where's he located, Joe? And what's his name?
5: He is located in Trustville, Alabama. Okay. And uh, his name is Michael Lombardo. Okay. Okay. All right. So what
0: I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you and then from you to Michael. And I will take a look at him and see what I can come up with. In the meantime, we're going to take a quick break. So I'll check on him over the break and then I'll report back when we come back. Everybody stay with us. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. everybody. Before the break, we were talking with Joe from here in Birmingham, in Sweet Home, Alabama, where I am. And your cousin, Michael, it sounds like he's dying. You said he had brain cancer or a brain tumor, Joe?
5: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm
0: so sorry. How old is he?
5: He's 51.
0: Oh, gosh. Okay. Not that it matters, really, but um i I figured he I figured he wasn't that old. Pardon me.
5: He has four beautiful
0: daughters. oh jeez, okay. so you know, yeah, well, what I did during and- the break was I scanned him and i got that he's in phase 8 of the 12 phases of transition now for those of you that are listening that don't know what that means as we're dying we're surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones and the spirits of deceased pets and michael is in the in the the last uh third i guess or quarter of the 12 phases of transition in phase eight. So he's surrounded by angels. He's surrounded by his deceased loved ones. I always ask three questions, Joe, when somebody's dying and I'm scanning them. I I always ask if they're ready to go. He said, no, he's not. He said he's in pain at times. I always ask, are you in pain? He said at times. And then I said, what do you need? And he said to see his parents he said he needs to assure his mom he'll be okay when he goes to heaven. And then he said, tell her, I know I'm going to heaven. Is he able to communicate, Joe?
5: They have started him on um, pumping him with more and more drugs now.
0: Okay, okay. keep
5: him comfortable and not agitated.
0: Yeah, okay.
5: He opens his eyes occasionally.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, well, he can hear you, and he can hear anybody that's there with him. But hes but I thought that was so cute, what he said, I need to tell my mom that um I'm going to be fine, and i I know I'm going to heaven. I loved that. What he said that He also said, uh, he said he can see angels, grandparents, and other deceased loved ones. he hes He said to me a couple of times, there are so many. He was surprised by how many. And when I'm scanning somebody, especially in the later stages, Joe, the spirits that come to welcome somebody when they're dying, they can look like dots on the horizon. There's so many of them. And I think that's what he's seeing. He's He's just marveling at the crowd that's around him of spirits that have come to. I call that the welcome to heaven committee. And he's marveling at that, so has have his parents been to see him
5: um yes, they they normally are spending the night there now, okay um, okay because, um, but they stay you know outside the room, and then they go in occasionally, so okay yeah. they're they're close by
0: great. He's very concerned about his mother. He wants his mother to know that he's going to be fine and he wants her to know that he's going to heaven he knows it he, and and i at one point i said how do you know it he goes well why else would all these angels be here
5: <laughs> he's a
0: character isn't he yeah. he has a sense of humor
5: yes he is. he always has been he's just he's such a wonderful person
0: yeah um, terrific well i hope that helps yeah. you may want to give his parents a copy of my book if they haven't read it already, because I think it will give them peace and and his wife, too, obviously, um, give them peace and give them idea, an idea of what's going on, how he's surrounded by angels and, and deceased loved ones. I will definitely do that,
5: Julie. And thank okay. you so much for, for so many people.
0: You are most welcome. Good luck to you and your family and, and Michael and his family as well.
5: Thank you. Have a good uh-huh.
0: evening. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, let's go to Shirley next. Hi, Shirley.
5: Hi. Hello. How are you? Hello, hello. How are you? I'm fine right now.
0: Terrific. Where are you located? Uh, from
5: California.
0: Okay. Terrific. You got a question for me?
5: Yes, I'm. Um, uh, uh, I I just wanted a reading of how I am as far as my my problem is concerned. I'm. I have MBS, which is a low platelet thing that uh, supposedly has no cure. So I just wanted to know what my um, situation is right now.
0: Okay, are you being treated for it now, Shirley? Yes, I am. Okay, with medicine or what are they doing? What are your doctors doing?
5: With 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 medicine.
0: Okay. And how are you feeling?
5: Um when I I I had I was in the hospital a few weeks ago. And mm-hmm. when I came out, I didn't feel good. I thought I was going to go and then doctor my oncologist um Eliminated some of the medication that I was taking, and it it really improved my condition. So I'm just curious about how I how I'll be.
0: Okay, all right. Well, let me get you on my radar, and we'll see what's going on. So here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home Alabama, heading out to you in California. Got you. You're you're not dying at the moment. Your spirit's in your body, so that's the best news. How about that? If you if your spirit was out of your body, I wouldn't be able to scan you, but I can. So I'm going in. I'm just going right to the DNA healing again. There are eight strands of DNA that have come out, and again, they look like pieces of paper that you'd see inside a fortune cookie. They have a combination of four letters on them: A, T, C, G. Uh, A strand of DNA surely can have 100,000 letters on it. It can have up to a billion letters on it. And I'm watching them get resequenced, like up and over and moved around in warp speed. And when the strand is resequenced, it goes back in to the X chromosome that's come out of your body. The first three are already in. The last five are being resequenced. Next two have gone in. So that's five. got three more to go. Mm Okay, six went back in, seven and eight are resequencing. Seven went back in, eight's close. Okay, eight went back in, the chromosome went back into your body. And um hopefully that will help. When I see DNA that needs to get resequenced, it's very rarely a hereditary thing, surely. It's normally an environmental thing, something we've been exposed to. And I don't know I don't know what you do, I don't know what you've been exposed to, but you've been exposed to something. And so that's what we're doing is getting your getting your uh, recipe that tells yourselves how to behave back in line. Consider making a, a an appointment with me and then we'll have a whole hour to work on you and uh, do a deep dive and see what else we can work on. Okay. Okay. All righty. Okay. Good, good luck. Thanks for calling. Bye. Bye. All righty. Let's go to Mariana next. Hi Mariana. Hi, Julie. how are you? I'm well. How are you? Good, thank you. Um, I'm
6: from Orange, California.
0: Well, oh, all these California people all of a sudden here. Hello, hello. Yes. I know where Orange is. I used to call on the on um, on Saint Joe's Orange and Children's Hospital of Orange when I was selling hospital supplies a million years ago. So oh, okay.
8: How about that?
0: You
6: know
2: the area. Yeah. yeah.
0: Cool. Mariana, are you on speaker by any chance? If you are, can you get us off, please? No,
6: no, I'm on a head. I'm on a headset.
0: Okay. All right. We're getting feedback. I'm getting a lot of feedback tonight for some reason. Must be how the stars are aligned or something. You have a question for me?
6: Yeah. I just my dad died like five years ago from a stroke. And basically because of the stroke, he wasn't able to speak and he was hospitalized and put in a assistant living for about five years. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were moments that I went to him and he couldn't speak because it was just because of the stroke um, and then he couldn't mm-hmm. walk. Um, and there would be many times that I'd go to him and, and you know, try to talk to him and and physical, and physical therapy was sort of working and speech therapy was not working. And finally they called me and said they needed to just stop with that because it just wasn't working. Um, my question is, he'd always, like, want to say something to me. And I just never, and it always bothered me because I could never, i get really close to see if I could understand. And then I couldn't understand what he was telling me. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's always kind of bothered me, like, I don't know what he was telling me. And I just was kind of wanted to find out.
0: He's saying he wanted you to know how much he loved him and thank you for taking such good care of him. Is your mom still alive, Mariana? She is. She is still so, alive. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. And that was the other thing. He wanted you to take care of your mother.
7: Okay.
0: He wanted you to watch out for your mom. Is, so thank you for taking care of him. Watch watch out for your mom. Go ahead.
6: Okay. No, I just wanted to ask is he, is he around me is he
0: all the time? Me
6: or an angel all the
0: time. Me? All the time. Do you know how to talk to him?
6: No. <laughs> I mean you I just... say, I I think of him often and and I see yeah. a lot of things I I like to walk a lot so I see a lot of things that remind me of him when I'm out and Yeah. When I went to uh, right when he passed away maybe like know, within 5 days I went to at the burial where he was buried. And there oh. were a ton of dragonflies that were nearby. And every time I think of him, it seems like a dragonfly pops up. So I don't know oh, if Oh,
0: great. All right. I'm going to hold you over for the break, and then I'm going to teach you how to talk to your daddy in spirit. And uh, stay with us, everybody. We're going to take a a quick break. And when we come back, we'll get Mariana back on and we'll talk about how she can talk to her dad. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Stay with us. Welcome back, everybody. Before the break, we were talking with Mariana. And you still with us? Yes, I am. Okay, good. Here's how you talk to your dad. Our heads are big satellite dishes. They receive and they transmit frequencies. Every spirit has a frequency that they keep throughout all of their lifetimes. We live many, many, many lifetimes. So in order to talk to your dad in heaven, all you have to do is just think of him. And that connects you with his satellite dish That connects your satellite dish head to him, to his frequency. It's like a radio station he's broadcasting on. And you just say something to him, either aloud or in your head, a statement, a question, whatever. And he's going to answer you, Mariana. And it's going to sound like it's a thought in your head. It's going to come in within a second. If you think about it for more than a second, that's going to be your brain talking to you. So it's really important. Just get it. Boom. Now remember spirits are really literal. So be concise if you're asking for advice. Oh, I'm a poet and I don't know it. Be, you know, be specific when you're asking for advice okay. and and rephrase the question if it's something really important, ask it a bunch of different ways. Okay? And when you're walking in the woods and all of a sudden he comes into your head out of the blue, that's him letting you know he's around you. So all you have to do is think of him, he'll come right in, and if you're doing something random like walking in the woods or folding laundry or making your bed and you think of him, all of a sudden, that's just him letting you know he's around. Have you read my book, Angelic Attendance, yet? I have not. Okay. Get a copy of it. You can can get it anywhere books are sold or go on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. And is angelic attendance what really happens as we're transition as we're transitioning from this life into the next. I think you'll learn a lot. I believe it will give you a lot of comfort and it will give you more information about how you can communicate with your dad. All righty?
6: Okay, great. Uh, all okay. right. Thank okay. you so much.
0: Appreciate You're it. so welcome. Thanks for calling. Bye. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go to Felice next. Hi,
5: Felice. Oh, hi, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Oh, can you hear me?
0: Yes, ma'am. Perfectly.
7: Oh, I'm in Queens, New York, by the way.
0: Okay. Terrific. Got a question for me?
7: Yes. A friend of mine crossed over, and I'd okay. like to know when and how, if that's possible.
0: Yes. What's your friend's name? My name is Gail okay and what what are the circumstances with gail Does, did they find her after she'd been gone for a while
7: well well i it, it, we we belong to um like the same same book club and um mm-hmm. i was sending her um text messages and emails and um she wouldn't respond
6: mm-hmm. and
7: um i went to her apartment in in june i was ringing the bell and um like there's no answer. Her um, like her inbox was full, and then um, I, I one one morning. I heard this message that Gail was home. So not then, but like like last week, I went back to her apartment like to see if I could talk to someone, and um, that's when I found out that she had crossed over.
2: Mm-hmm.
7: So um, I I mean I don't know if I'm crossing a boundary. But the people that I spoke to, they just said that um, they really didn't know why.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. What I'm getting is that she had COVID and she was in the hospital. Is that a possibility? Oh. Did she yeah. have other? Did she have other health issues? I get she had several health issues, Felice, and she got COVID and I, was in the hospital.
7: Do you know when? It had to be a while
0: ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She's saying she was in the hospital. I heard two weeks. Were you in the hospital two weeks? She's saying less than two weeks, almost two weeks, less than two weeks. She
7: she just crossed over about two weeks ago.
0: Well, I'm getting she was in the hospital for less than two weeks.
7: Oh, and then she, she, she transitioned there.
0: She did, yeah. Okay. So I hope that helps. If, have you read my book? I was just talking to Mariana about that. Have you read Angelic yes. Attendance yet? Yes. Okay, uh, okay, Julie.
7: Thank you so much. Have a nice day. You're week. so thank welcome.
0: You. All righty. Bye. All righty. Let's see who's next. I believe it's Arlene. Hi, Arlene. Hi. It's great Hi. talking to you the other day.
5: Um. Me. Hey, actually, you fixed my fibromyalgia. I detect that. that
0: Say that again, Arlene. I'm having a little yeah. trouble hearing you. <laughs> if you'd hold, hold the phone closer to okay. your mouth.
5: Can you hear me or not?
0: Yes. Now I can.
5: I was saying that you fixed. You went and used to the body scan, and I don't have the fi- I don't have the pain from the fibromyalgia anymore. Wonderful. So
0: Wonderful. Well, that's not from me, girl. That's you healing yourself. I'm just the, I'm just the facilitator.
5: I know. Oh, yeah. But it's great
0: well, th- but that's well. wonderful that you don't have any more pain. That's terrific. Well, you got a question I, I mean, for I me?
5: Walk Yes. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask. I wanted to ask the other day. What who's my spirit guide? Like, what's their name? Cause I'm always sitting like. I'm like think I have a name, but I'm not sure. I, I get your spirit
0: guide's name's Rebecca. Your main spirit guide right now. I get Rebecca. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Rebecca. Okay. So you can talk to Rebecca. What <laughs> I was just talking about with Felice, that works with any spirit that's attached to a body. It works with any spirit that's not attached to a body that's in heaven. You just Say something to them, either aloud or in your head. They're going to answer you, and it's going to feel like it's a thought in your head, Arlene, and uh, and they'll it'll they'll come right in as fast as you can snap your fingers. If you think about it for more than a couple of seconds, that's going to be your brain talking to you. And as you begin to do this, what's going to happen, Arlene, is You'll start getting validation for the information that you get. And once you get validation, and the more you do this, the more validation you'll get. And then the more validation you'll get, the more comfortable you'll get, and it'll just be second nature. Even to the point where oftentimes when you're saying something to spirit, they're going to come back in with an answer before you've even thought the thought all the way through yet, which is really fun. Have you experienced that yet? Have you had that happen? I've been working on it. Yes. Yeah. I've been working yeah.
5: on it a lot. So Terrific. A and then seeing how it turns out as, as it is. And um, yeah. funny, the day after I spoke to you, I was walking, and we don't have white doves around here. There's a white dove on the ground right in front of me. Oh. oh I love oh that. Goodness, the Holy Spirit
0: the Holy Spirit came to visit you how wonderful well thanks for calling I'm so glad you're feeling better we need to take another quick break so everybody you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan show stay with us and we'll be right back Welcome back, everybody. We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. The call-in number is 712-775-7035, and the access code is 483-620-POUND. Now, this information is available anywhere you download podcasts because we're available pretty much every every podcast network that's out there. We're also on YouTube and Alexa, and it's in the show notes, also available on my website, JulieRyan.com. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. That's ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie and leave a review. And then you'll be entered into a drawing for a free session with me for an hour. So that's worth leaving in a, a review right there. And then I give a free session away every month, the first Thursday of the month. Let's see. Call in details can also be found on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Pinterest at Ask Julie Ryan and we'll post a reminder the day of the show. Hey, it's Thursday. Here's the number to call in. So you can do that. We're we're making it easy on you. And then call in details, um, as I mentioned, are also on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. I send out a blog every week, and in the body of the email is calling information there too. So it's everywhere, you guys. Alrighty. While you're on com, schedule an appointment with me and then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want to discuss, as many things as you want to discuss. And I'm booked out a couple of months. You all know the drill. Keep your confirmation email. Click on the reschedule button periodically at the bottom of your email and uh, it will show you other appointments that have become available. People reschedule all the time. My training, Angelica Attendant Training, October is full, January is full. I got four people signed up for April already. That's starting to to fill up. Uh, April of 2022, and I limit it to 12 people, and it's life-changing, you guys we practice we're on a Zoom call it's four Saturdays and it is a blast and then you're in the Angelica tenant community which are graduates who have taken the class and they get together there are seven opportunities a week for free and they get together and practice and work on loved ones and talk to deceased loved ones and pets and do past life stuff and it's just they have a ball with that so if you're considering doing that, go ahead and sign up for April, because that's going to that's gonna fill up here pretty soon. Okay, here's the question this week, and it comes from Rebecca, and Rebecca lives in Buckinghamshire. hope I said that right. Buckinghamshire, England, or maybe Buckinghamshire, probably Buckinghamshire. Anyway, she says, Hi, Julie. My mother's in the very late stages of dementia and is bed bound. I care for her at home. She sleeps most of the day, but when she's awake, she often has conversations with people I can't see. Sometimes she mentions them by name and smiles and laughs. I cannot understand the conversations as she's no longer very coherent. My mother also gasped at seeing our old pet dog, Henry. That would be Henry's spirit, the dog's spirit. This is all from a woman who can no longer give names in normal conversations, It brings me great comfort as I think she's obviously straddling different realms. She's been seeing these visitors for quite a few months. You know, the 12 phases of transition can happen instantly, like in the case of a homicide or suicide, or it can be prolonged over days, weeks, months, even years. And remember, time doesn't exist in the spirit world, so... A blip on the radar screen in our reality may not even be a blip in the spirit world. It may be a hundred lifetimes of a hundred years is a blip. So we don't know. It's hard for us to wrap our human minds around that, but that's what I've just been re- told repeatedly over years and years and years. She also went to went on to say, Rebecca did, at times she seems to look in awe. And she put in parentheses, or possibly looking at the angels, my guess is probably yes. Do you know how the transitions work with dementia? I have a private reading booked with you, but it's not until January. Many thanks for your time, Rebecca. And here's my response. Hi, Rebecca. Thanks for your note about your mom seeing angels, deceased relatives, and pets. I, too, find it comforting that we're all surrounded by these spiritual entities as we transition from this life to heaven. Remember, everybody goes to heaven. All dogs go to heaven. All people go to heaven, too. Having dementia is of no consequence to the 12 phases of transition process. It has been my experience. We all go through the 12 phases of transition as we're dying. This is the case regardless of whether we die instantly, like in a homicide or suicide, or like your mom, over a prolonged period of time. What may often be interpreted as a symptom of dementia or a hallucination Seeing deceased loved ones in dreams or visions at the end of life has now been validated with university-based research. In his book, Death is But a Dream, Dr. Chris Kerr, a hospice director, reports his research showed close to 90% of the 1,400 patients studied reported just that, that they were seeing visions of deceased loved ones, either real-time or in dreams. In my angelic attendance, what really happens as we transition from this life into the next, I describe in detail how we're surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones and pets as we're dying. My book addresses what your mom is experiencing from the spiritual perspective, while Dr. Kerr's book discusses the same findings from a medical research point of view. Your mom is currently in phase seven of the 12 phases of transition. She tells me she isn't ready to go, isn't in pain, and just wants to spend a bit more time with her family. Hope this information provides some additional comfort to you as you go through this time. Look for little miracles along the way. You've been given one already just knowing your mom is surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones. I mean, it doesn't get any more glorious than that, right? And it brings a glorious component to a heart-wrenching situation when we're losing a loved one. And then I ended with, P.S., regarding our January appointment, periodically check for earlier appointments by clicking on the, quote, reschedule button on your confirmation email. Clients often reschedule. So Rebecca, thank you for sharing that with your mom. I talked to a woman today who was a a client and we talked for an hour and she said her mom did the same thing. She said she went on and on and on, calling people by names, having conversations with deceased loved ones. And like Rebecca's mom, she was seeing deceased pets even from her childhood that she hadn't seen in decades. And she was so excited. And she also had dementia. So I think what happens there is that our ego gets out of the way when we have dementia or oftentimes when we're in a coma or or something really serious is happening you know at the end of life a lot of the time people will be medicated and and it mimics what people have when they take hallucinogenics like magic mushrooms and you hear people going on ayahuasca retreats and they're able to communicate with spirit well it's cuz our egos out of the way and our ego is always trying to say oh that's just your imagination that's not really real That's what I teach in my classes is how to get out of the way of your ego so that you're able to communicate with spirit. And then you have several more senses that are added to the five that we all know in our human form. So I thought that was a great question that Rebecca had sent in from England. Okay, let's go back to the phones. And I believe our next caller is Denise. Hi, Denise.
5: Hi, how are you? I'm well, how are you? So Good. Terrific. Um, question to... was my grandmother... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: I was going to ask you where you're located.
5: Oh, Jackson,
0: New Jersey. Oh, great. Are you guys okay? Did you get a bunch of flooding, or are you all right?
5: No, we were good over here, thank God. So, good. So bad my goodness. Those yeah. poor
0: people. I, I, I just think nobody saw that coming. Do you? I think we all oh, no. thought that that we yeah. would have a that that in in uh, Louisiana and Mississippi, and we even thought we might get some here in Alabama. But my goodness, nobody saw that in New oh, York or New seem Jersey. we to get a
5: lot of bad weather lately.
0: Yeah, so interesting. We're, we're wow, the
5: whole country in the same boat. You know, you never know where yeah. it's going to happen.
0: Yeah. Well, and then the fires in California. Flooding. Yeah, uh, I know. You know. My my heart goes out to all those people. Well, okay. You were talking about your grandmother.
5: My grandmother, yeah. She's actually on hospice now, um, and she's 94. um, So I was just wondering if you could tell, God forbid, when she's going to be leaving because she's kind of not eating now, um, sleeping a lot, and yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. What's her name, Denise? What do you call her?
5: Rose. Well, I call her Nana.
0: Nana. And her name's Rose. Rose
5: hmm
0: Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you in New Jersey. Is she close by you? And then I'll connect to her.
5: I was just actually at the the nursing home. Um, I, oh. I just came home. home.
0: Wonderful. I'm glad nursing you're able home. to go see her. That's great.
5: That um, I am. I actually work there, so it actually works out good.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh wonderful. Is she coherent? Wonderful. Does she know when you're there?
5: there? Yes, yes.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here we go. I'm gonna to connect to you and from you to your nana. All right. Okay. They are special special ladies, aren't they, to us? My God.
5: Oh, uh, she's wonderful.
0: Yeah, my Mimaw was like that. I love my grandma Ryan, but my Mima mm-hmm. was she she was something else. <laughs> okay. Yeah, All right. She's my mother's she's, mother. she's in phase seven of twelve, Denise. And mm-hmm. uh, twelve phases of transition. Ryan dot com. You'll see the the illustrations, and it's also in my book. So she's she's in phase seven. Uh, she's in the transition process. So I hope that helps. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take care. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get some more callers on. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan show. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Our next caller is Rhoda. Hi, Rhoda.
2: Hi, how are you? I'm well. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm from Terrific. Toronto. I'm from Toronto, Canada. And the connect, correct pr- pronunciation is actually Buckinghamshire. <laughs>
0: oh, Buckinghamshire.
2: Oh, so I got it right the first time. Yeah, Buckingham. Huh? There's no... There's no shires in England.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's probably an American thing, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, good. Well, thanks for thanks for th- Thanks for straightening me out for that. Uh, I I must be psychic or something because I got it right the first time, and then I started. I see. I started doubting myself, doubting what I was getting, and then I got in trouble. So thanks for that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got a
2: question. question? My I have a, a son and he has decided to estrange himself from the family. No, oh. uh, he cut off all communication. It's very difficult because you I wanna respect how he he's feeling, but as a mom it's very hard because you mm-hmm. want to reach out. And um I kind of don't really and he lives quite far away. Um, And I'm trying to find out exactly, really, what is going on with him. Why is it such a dramatic thing for him? And why he's gone to such, you know, lengths to... He's just kind of cut off all communication.
0: Has he said anything, or he just said he doesn't want to talk with you?
2: Basically, in kind of a nutshell, I was living in Buckinghamshire... And my partner died, and that's when I first called you uh, over over a year ago now. And ah. I decided that I would return to Canada with the rest, where all my other children are and what have you. But he knew that. He, not I didn't keep it a secret. But uh, he obviously didn't like that, my choice. Mm-hmm. But he was like, I can't gauge where he's at.
0: Is he still in England?
2: Still your children, you know. This. Yeah, well, he's in, actually, he's uh, in Europe.
0: Okay. All right. What's his name, Rhoda? Daniel. Daniel. All right. I'm going to connect from you to Daniel. We'll ask him. All right. Here we go. Uh, here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home Alabama heading up to Canada, and then it's going to cross the pond, heading to him in Europe. Okay. Got him. Daniel. What's up? What? Are, why don't you want to have any communication with your mom because she abandoned me? Uh, how did she abandon you if she, just because she moved back to Canada? Yes, at a time when I really needed her, is what he's saying. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Was he going through a tough time?
2: Totally makes sense because I thought that he would, you know, upon reflection, I think I actually said to myself, "I wonder if he thinks I abandon him." Mm-hmm. That's all. He wouldn't allow me to communicate with him to kind of work through it. I actually had booked to go to Amsterdam, but where he is for quite mm-hmm. for nearly a month before I left, so we could spend time together. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, that after he just cut off all the communication, that didn't happen.
0: Well. I can't even imagine how heartbreaking that is for you.
2: It gives a sense of how I need to um, reach out to him somehow. Yeah. Well,
0: what I I was saying is I I can't even imagine how heartbreaking that is for you as his mom. I, I put myself in those shoes. I can't even imagine. But the thing that I want you to remember is come at him from a place of compassion. Because obviously he's going through something and he's not able to process it. Yeah, I'm here. You can't hear me. Did you lose me? All right. Well, I'll mute you, but maybe you can hear it on the playback. When we have a situation like that, I think it's really important for us to remember that we cannot control anybody else's thoughts and nobody can control our thoughts. We decide what we think and how we think about things, and nobody can control anybody else. So, when somebody's doing that, what we'll do is oftentimes we will just um, have compassion for them and focus on sending them love. And that's all you can do. And hope that he comes around at some point and decides that he wants to you know, wants to have a relationship with you again. So, Rhoda, my heart goes out to you on that, and I hope he contacts you. Okay, let's go back to, let's go to Sharon next. Hi, Sharon. Hi, Julie. How are you?
5: I'm well. How are you, girl? I'm processing. Um, I'm, I'm calling from Carlsbad, California, by the way. Your string of Carlsbad, California... Tonight, from California, calling in tonight.
0: <laughs> That's right, from the left coast, or my son who lives there calls it the best coast. <laughs> so he's prejudiced, but you know it's okay. So, well, terrific. Well, you got a question for me?
5: I do. Um, like I said, my th- thank you for this opportunity, this gift. Um, my brother um, recently passed; took his life. Um, quite a shock to our entire family. I bet. Wondering if you could get him on your radar, ask him what he wants us to know, how he knew what happened.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. What's his name, Sharon?
8: His name is Michael. He goes by Mikey.
0: Okay. How old was he? 39. Okay. All right. He's standing right next to you. He's already come in. You know, our heads are satellite dishes. You heard me earlier say, if we want to connect with any of our deceased loved ones, all we have to do is just think of them. And we tune into their frequency. They come in immediately. He's saying he was despondent at the end. And uh, he's saying it didn't have anything to do with anybody but himself. He was ready to go The other thing I want you to remember, Sharon, is all death is a form of suicide, because we all decide when we go, where we go, how we go, and who's with us when we go. So hopefully that takes a little bit of the sting out of it for you and your family. Thank you. You're welcome. We're going to need to take another quick break, everybody. Stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Let's go to Nancy next. Hi, Nancy. Hi, Julie. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. How are you?
5: Good. I'm calling from Philadelphia.
4: Okay.
5: Uh, I asked you earlier how you were with finding lost things. Uh, A friend of mine uh, had gotten sick, and she ended up in the hospital, and she left her jewelry at home on the bureau uh, it was um, a blue diamond ring that was an heirloom from her mom, and two engagement rings, a bracelet, a gold bracelet, and a gold necklace, and she put them all together, and she doesn't know if her husband put them away somewhere for safekeeping or if somebody came in and sold them, and she can't find them. It's been like six months.
0: Oh, jeez.
5: Well, was anything else missing in the house? No. Okay. So she thinks her husband might have put him away for safekeeping, but he's getting a little forgetful, and he mm-hmm. can't remember if he moved them or what he did with them or if he even
2: saw them.
0: Okay. What's your friend's name, Nancy?
5: Uh, Josephine.
0: Okay. Is she close by you she's in by Philly?
5: Pennsylvania. Uh, she's okay. in Springfield, Pennsylvania.
0: Okay. All right. I'm going to connect to you from you to her. Here we go. All
5: right. Okay. Okay.
0: Where are Josephine's jewels? I, I've seen them in a, like a Ziploc bag, a little Ziploc bag, and have her look on the floor under the dressers. He's hidden them. He put them in a Ziploc bag. Her husband did this. He put them in a Ziploc bag so he could keep them together because he didn't know what to do with them. And he hid them. I've seen, have her look under her dresser on the floor. Like, you know, sometimes there's a little bit of an opening in the dresser. And then have her look in her nightstand and underneath her nightstand and behind. Look underneath them behind the furniture in her bedroom. I'm getting there in her bedroom. I'm getting there in a Ziploc bag.
5: Okay. Okay. I will let her. Yeah, let
0: let me know what you come up with.
5: Okay. Okay. Thanks. Right.
0: Thanks. Good luck.
5: All right. Thanks.
0: All right. Let's go to Jen next.
8: Hi, Jen. Hello. Hello, Julie. How are you? I'm well. How are you, girl? I am doing so well. Thank you. I'm um, wonderful. I am calling from Long Beach, California. And okay. I because I, I have a, um, a, an appointment with you in October, but I am having awful neck and back pain, and I know no. some of it's related to me working so long at a computer. However, just wanted to see if you could do a little tune-up or tell me what I can do different, because it's just really awful. I'm getting tingling in my hand, and it's mm-hmm. no good right now.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, I'm gonna connect to you. Here we go. Comes my laser beam. Heading out to you in Long Beach. All right, got you shooting energy from your feet up through the top of your head. Yeah, you're um you got inflammation all the way down the back of your spine, from your neck all the way down. So inflammation looks like red fog on body parts and what I'm doing is I'm applying anti-inflammatory energy gen, which is a royal blue color. That's helping to calm that down. The reason why I'm so descriptive in what I'm seeing in my mind's eye is because if you can envision it, it helps integrate the healing into your body because the body's going to follow what the brain's telling it. Even if the brain doesn't believe it to be true and... I, I love the analogy the one I use the most is think of a time when you watched a scary movie on TV and your brain knew it was pretend, but your heart might have felt like it was getting ready to jump out of your chest at any given moment. So the body's gonna follow what the brain tells it. All right, I'm doing that. I'm I'm watching a chiropractic adjustment happen. Do you do yoga by any chance?
8: I do, yes.
0: okay. All right. Have you been able to do it since your back's been hurting?
8: Uh, The last two weeks I have not. My yoga instructor is in the UK, but normally I do it every uh, Sunday on the beach.
0: Okay. Well, try doing some of those stretches, you know, when you lay on your back and you bring a knee up and then um, put your arms out to the side. Bring both knees over to one side and then you bring both knees over to the other side. Do some of those stretches and it's going to help with your back and in the meantime I would go see a chiropractor. I don't see any blown discs or anything like that Jen. I'm just seeing that your back's out of whack. I think you need to get it aligned. So do you have a chiropractor that you see?
8: You um I used to when we lived downtown. I haven't been over there in probably at least 6 to 8 months. However, I'll make it a point to do that. And I literally envisioned all that blue gel just running from the top of my skull all the way down to my sacrum. So I'm, yeah. I'm so hopeful that yeah. that will help. I know it will. It
0: will. And when you're in pain, envision that. It reminds me of, Have you do you remember that throat lozenger commercial? I think it was for nice throat lozenges or something. And they had an inflamed throat and then they showed this royal blue gel coating the throat and then the pain went away. So envision that blue gel coming to wherever the pain is. I did a full chiropractic adjustment on you. So when you go get it, it's going to be a breeze. It's going to help a lot. Do that and do the stretches and I think you're going to be just fine. And I look forward to having you for a whole hour in October.
8: I look forward to it. Thank you so much, Julian. Thank you for what you do. You're most welcome.
0: Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. All righty. Let's go to Miss Donna next. Hi, Donna.
4: Oh my gosh. I'm almost like a ditto of Long Beach, Julie. I just, I just can't believe it. I was going to ask almost the same question. I'm Donna and I live in Delray Beach in Florida. And I'm, I'm just, um, this is my first time, you know, listening to the podcast, so I'm I'm just uh, listening to uh, the other callers. And I, this happened, like, suddenly to me, and I didn't know what caused it. Um, mm-hmm. I just all of a sudden got, like, painted behind my right ear, down my right side, and, and now I have tingling and burning in my extremities. But I can feel, like, the vagus, almost like the vagus nerve is, like, down the right side is like causing havoc in my chest area. It's like, and you know, inexplicable pain, and, and my stomach doesn't empty right. And I'm and I'm seeing a chiropractor, and mm-hmm. and I'm wondering, is it going to help? Um, is it, is it, you know, or do I need to do something else?
0: I think you need to go see either a uh, an orthopedic guy doctor or a neurosurgeon doctor. You look to me like you've got a bulging disc, low back, left side. What I'm doing is I'm propping up your vertebrae. I'm pushing the disc back in. There's this little netting that gets applied from the upper to the lower vertebrae, vertebra, I guess. Vertebrae is is um, plural, and that's going to keep the disc in. You've got a little bit of a... Um, your compression is happening in your vertebrae in your spine. I think the chiropractor will help, but I think you need to go talk to somebody who can talk to you about discs. Looks to me like you have a bulging disc.
4: I, I I'm a veteran, so I just called and asked for a referral for a neuro neurologist. Good. Yeah. Um you know, you know they they took an x-ray and they said there's nothing wrong with the disc, you know. Okay. All right. and, and I was Where? the Iraq, and I think I, yeah, so,
0: yeah, so, um, all right, so neuro, neuro, the neurologist will help. Neurologist or a neurosurgeon, even, I I think you have a bulging disc, and sometimes it doesn't show up on an x-ray. Sometimes they have to do an MRI for it to really show up, and so uh, I just, yeah. that's what I'm seeing Hopefully, by the time you get those tests done, it won't show and you'll be out of pain. But I think you have some more going on that a chiropractor, than a chiropractor can help. And thank you for your service.
4: All right. Thank you so much.
0: All You're right. welcome. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Let's go to Karen next. Hi, Karen.
5: Hi, Julie. How are you?
0: I'm terrific. How are you doing?
5: Good, thanks. Great. Um, i to talk to you again. We had a session back, I think it was April.
1: Uh-huh.
5: Uh, I roughed up my head. Um, I think it was April, and you detected some uh, moles and metals, I think, too. And I just wanted to do a check-in because I'm still feeling kind of tired and okay. wondering uh, if I've made any progress.
0: Okay, where are you located, Karen?
5: I'm in Greenwich, Connecticut.
0: Okay, terrific. My dashboard only has your first name, so you know I'm psychic, but there are a lot of Karens out there, so um. <laughs> they're really often. <awesome. laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of Karens out there. Okay, so what what have you done since we spoke in April? Did you do the gut biome test? Have you done anything to detox with the mold?
5: I've done lots of tests. I mean, prior to that, I did that one. And uh, yeah, nothing, I mean, I did have a doctor run some tests for mold.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And
5: I moved, at, we moved, uh, we moved into a place that had mold and then we moved out great okay okay oh gosh
6: yeah
0: all right well I'm gonna need to hold you over for the break so what I'll do is I will scan you during the break and then I'll come back and tell you what I find stay with us everybody we'll be back in a couple of minutes you're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show Welcome back, everybody. We were talking to Karen before the break. Karen, I, you still have mold in you. You've got yeast in you. Have you gotten on nystatin by any chance? The antifungal? Uh,
5: no, I haven't okay. done that. All
0: Thank right, you. you want to get on that. And the mold is starting to dissipate, but you got a ways to go. So I cleared it out again, and uh, and I would... I, I'm sure I sent you the link for a book called Toxic by Neil Nathan M.D. You may want to listen to that. Or if you don't have time to listen to the book or read it, go on YouTube, type in his name. He's on a bunch of of um, podcasts and interviews, and you can get the gist of a lot of what he's talking about from watching a, an hour interview. I do that a lot when I don't have time to read somebody's book, but I really want the information. I'll just go in and do a search on YouTube and watch or listen to an interview. It's kind of a cliff notes version and then and then I'll buy their book if I want references. But I I would suggest doing that. I think you still need to clear mold and you you definitely still have a fungal infection. Okay?
4: Tell us about the metal, the metal.
0: Yeah, I didn't see them. I didn't see those. I saw the fung. I saw the yeast in the mold. I think that's what the issues are right now. So hope that helps, Doctor Neil Nathan, MD, and get on some nice dentin with, uh, you know, taking care of your diet. So I hope that helps. Neil Nathan. Yeah, MD. N A T H A N. So much. Okay, you're welcome. Bye. All let's go to Miss Katie next. Let me find her here. Oh, maybe she got off. Let's see. Okay, she did. So let's go to Kelly then. Let me get Kelly here. Uh, there we go. There's Kelly. Hi,
5: Kelly.
9: Hi. So happy I'm on. I'm calling. Yeah, me too. Island, just, just minutes from the Rocky Long Island Sound.
0: Terrific. And, uh, my
9: question, um, I know that you're short on time, so I'll try to be quick about it. My question is, um, I recently went through radiation and chemo for endometrial cancer. And now a lot of my family is coming down with COVID. My daughter, who's away, has it. My two nieces exposed my son, who lives in the house. So last night, he had a runny nose. And I went to get the kit at 1 o'clock in the morning. And the lights in the kitchen dimmed and went very bright. And then when I got to the store, I found a dime, which is my grandmother. And then when I was debating about calling tonight, a man on Twitter said, Sweet home, Alabama. <laughs> I had to call it. So I think my people are trying to tell me something. So I'd like you, Julie, to tell me, what are my people trying to tell me? Would I like you... and, and sweet home, think... Alabama.
0: I think you're plugged in, my girl. I think you're plugged in. Let me get you on my radar. Let's see what's going on. Are you on lots of vitamin D? No. Okay. Get on vitamin D. 8,000 to 10,000 IUs of vitamin D a day. Take K2 to help the D absorb. Get some sunshine every day when you can. C, ester C I like because it's buffered. And it's easier on your stomach to take at least 1,000 milligrams of Ester-C, 50 of zinc. It's an immune booster. All right? You want to be on all of those vitamins. Most, if not all, people that are in the hospital with COVID are D deficient. I've seen that on more than one study. So D3, eight to 10,000 I use a day, which is a big dose. But I do that every day. And uh, and that will help keep you healthy. And if you get it, it's like the flu. It's like a cold or the flu. It can be like the flu for some people. And if you're on those um, vitamins and minerals and things and you're eating healthy, you're going to breeze through it. Okay. Okay. So nothing to fear. You're good. That's
9: it. I, but they're telling me stuff and I'm scared.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're good. You'll be good. Okay. Well, I hope that helps. All really
9: Think about uh, missing things because I did your trick and I found two things.
0: Terrific. It really work. Wonderful. What did you do? You prayed to St. Anthony?
9: No, I did what you said. Where you clear your brain and you think of the oh. thing that's missing. And my son was missing two things I found for him. But my husband lost his eyeglasses when he switched to his sunglasses. And what came through was gas station. And he went to the gas stations, and they don't have them, so they're gone. But uh, the other two things for my son I found.
0: Yeah. You go, girl. You need to be in my class, and then we'll really ramp up those skills. Of so. the
9: area. So then we went to the picture, and there it was. Yes, yeah, so tell you. Perfect.
0: Perfect. Congratulations. Well, my mother and my grandmother used to always say this prayer, Tony, Tony, look around. Something's lost and must be found. And it was a prayer to St. Anthony. Both of my grandmothers did that and my mother. And in, inevitably, they would find it. So I think what I was talking about before, Kelly, where you just kind of get out of your own way with your ego and you let it go and you you look for guidance and then it comes in. So well done, my girl. Fabulous.
9: Yeah, thank you. It's because You're you. welcome.
0: Thanks for calling. Bye now. Hey, thanks. All right, everybody. That's it for this week. What a joy to be with everybody that called in. For those of you that I, did, I didn't get on, please call back next week. And let me know and I'll do my best to get you on. I always have more callers than I can get on. But in the meantime, lots of love and prayers still to everybody dealing with Ida, whether you're in New Orleans or Baton Rouge or Mississippi or New Jersey or New York or Maryland. I know, I know Annapolis got smacked with Ida and a tornado, I believe. And to all of the people that are dealing with the wildfire fires in the West. In California and Tahoe and and all those areas, our love and prayers go out to you as well. So everybody have a wonderful weekend and uh, enjoy football. We're going to be watching a lot of football here at our house. You know, college football is on. Tim is thrilled with that. And we will have fun with watching the Buckeyes and Bama. He watches everybody else, too. I just care about the Buckeyes and Bama. And in the meantime, sending you lots of love from Sweet Home, Alabama. Bye, everybody. Meet you back here next Thursday.
1: Take care. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com.